Welcome to Probably Bad Podcast, a podcast which is definitely bad. I'm Pencil. I'm Paper. Today's Probably Bad RPG idea is... Describe all fights as uncharitably as possible. E.g. when the party is battling the evil lich in his lair, as your highly trained warriors continue to beat up the old man in his living room. See, I don't think this idea is as bad as it first appears. I'm going to say it is entirely to play devil's advocate. Well, the thing is, there's the option of if you have an evil party, just occasionally reminding them that they're bad guys would be quite fun. Hmm. There's probably something about, like, moral ambiguity there as well. Maybe if, if you're a Quaker and you wanted to pass on some pacifism to your group, just shame them. Every time someone kills anything, you just, like, mention their, like, grieving family and grieving children and how, and, like, just their mutilated body and so forth. And eventually everyone you, you um, game with will be a pacifist. And support only oh, the Austin Powers and murdering. Like there probably is something with like reframing the you're breaking into a dungeon and killing people, and you're just breaking into some people's houses and stabbing them a lot. I do think about that a lot mm. with things like um, the Legend of Zelda, mm. where it's just ah oh, the great hero come to save us all. Why are you breaking all my pots? I need those I, w- I know there's rupees in that jar i was saving them and now i need to spend them because you broke all my stuff but i don't have them anymore because you also stole my rupees it's like the smashed window um approach to economy except you're also stealing the window maker's money yeah there's a game called there's a game called violence it came out in 1999 and the premise of that is it's a standard dungeon crawl, but you just put it in um, a normal city, and instead of orcs and what have you, it's just people who live there, and instead of treasure, you're just stealing their TV. And it's meant to be a kind of... This is actually a little bit fucked up, if you think about it. So what you're saying is this particular bad RPG idea... Is already a literal RPG. I feel a lot of my RPG ideas are probably like literal RPGs. True, but this one specifically, that's I kind of want to play that. It's beautiful. But yeah, it is. It is very like from the nineties. But I mean, so am I. I guess you haven't seen me in a smiggle. It gets messy. <laughs> So what the fuck is a smiggle? Um, it's a shop which it largely sells stationery and things like that. But it's basically like, like if the nineties threw up. Oh wait, no shit! I have seen a smiggle. They have, they have like scented notebooks and all that bullshit. <laughs> but yes, so other reasons to insult your players. I mean, sometimes your players are just dicks, and you want a new group. In terms of... Why why tell them that you want to leave when that that could be an awkward conversation? (laughs) When you could just drive them away with moral complexity. This is a good RPG idea for if you want to passive-aggressively drive your players away because you hate them. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you do just want rid of your group. That's worth selling points, I guess. 
feel like, yeah, like most of our bad RPG ideas are good if you count them by the standards of will drive people away from playing with you. So there, there's an endorsement. That is a market for RPG ideas I have never <laughs> considered. <laughs> you want to make an RPG design specifically so you can go, hey, who wants to play a game of this? And then you will never speak to any of those people again. Because there is also the option of being such a bad DM that you never have to run the games again and you can just play instead. And then like, you end up with someone, like, the trouble is you end up with an entire group doing that. And then it's just... Then you're just people. another group with no DM. Yeah. And then people end up doing our, our ideas. And then there's a death toll. And then we get sued. Speaking of doing our ideas... We have received an anonymous question from Tumblr. Can we hear the hilarious tales of your own games where probably bad RPG ideas got put into play? So, I did actually run a one-shot based on a submission to the blog by Chaos Shepherd, which was, the party is all half-human, half-other races looking for their shared human parent. So technically I did cheat by making it turn out that their their father was an incubus, pretending to be a human. But it did lead to some very good moments, including the whole group being convinced that they were hunting down a reverse manticore, whatever one of those would be. Is it just like lion's head and it just goes like human body? Scorpion wings? Scorpion it's, wing. Yeah, it's reverse. It has scorpion wings and a bat stinger. <laughs> I was trying to imagine what scorpion wings would be. Just like, just like the shell from a beetle with no wings underneath. Mm. Just, I, just crispy. I was a crispy lion man. I was picturing like just the stingers as wings, but I feel crispy lion man is a much better route to go. And also. Free character concept. Probably <laughs> that off the idea. Play a crispy lion, man. So yes, I. What's the yes, worst I... idea you've ever played? I made one of my characters into a probably bad RPG idea, so I went to this the other way round. Uh, yes, I made Pete the Pathetic Paladin, whose concept was he was evil and he wanted to do evil things. But he was so wildly inept at it, and every attempt he made just, like, made the world a noticeably better place. Until he was given paladin powers and sent forth to fight evil by paladins, simply by showing up next to it and trying to help us and fucking it all up. He eventually, like, he eventually died flipping off um, typhoid kittens. Ah, yes. Kittens with typhoid that had just been rescued from a burning hospital. Yes. Which I set on fire, ineffectually, because it turns out that people can put out fires, which is something I hadn't considered. Mm. But yeah. But I feel like Craig got the best post-mortem experience. Not Craig. Don't know why I said Craig. I feel like Pete got the best post-mortem experience of any character I've ever come I across. Got to, I got to be a horse. You got, well, I mean, you did spend some time as a nightmare, a.k.a. Hmm. demonic ghost horse. Yeah. 
At which point, yeah, I you came back. You did also spend um, some time with your ghost and your skeleton fighting each other in the town square for all eternity. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because zombies can't hit ghosts because all of their attacks are physical. Ghosts can't hit zombies because zombies don't do fortitude saves, and therefore my ghost, my zombie, and my ghost were fighting each other for eternity, just with no capacity for either to actually hurt each other or get tired or leave. And it became so, a tourist attraction. Yeah, we built a wall around it. Uh, people, came, I think we visited it in a later campaign where me and my corpse were still fighting. What was fun about that was that about half of the party of the later campaign was also in the party for the first campaign, so would have known Pete personally. <laughs> I feel like there's, yeah. I think, like, the corpse zombie ghost fighting ring is a better tourist attraction if you know the corpse zombie. It adds stakes. Hmm. I did eventually come back as, like, I can't remember what it was, but having, like, achieved redemption in the afterlife, I came back as someone who was so wildly bad at doing good deeds, I became a black guard by the powers of evil. I have not encountered this character. It was it was in um, your spouse's final campaign in the Black Fen setting, which is something which won't mean anything to anyone listening. Oh yes, with the clowns. Yes. Um, My spouse knows that I hate clowns, and so one of the one of the antagonists was just a group of zombie clowns. I think the zombie clowns eventually ended up like inheriting the setting and that's how we made sure we weren't going to do any more sessions in the clown world yeah. it's all clowns now so there you go another way to drive off your players if you want to do that which seems to be the theme of this first episode is to fill the game with clowns i mean you say that but as referring to them as my spouse implies, I did later marry this person. <laughs> okay, you may end up marrying your gaming group, but like 50-50, I guess? <laughs> I like those odds. <laughs> Should we have another question? Yes. It's kind of um, related. Yes, this question is from Mr. Mentat. What was your worst RPG experience? Paper, what was your worst RPG experience? Well, Pencil, it's probably the time that you guys... I should mention Pencil is in one of my regular groups. Um, so there was an assassin in a public place. So what Pencil did was cast gaseous form go inside the assassin and re-solidify. And I don't know whether technically that's allowed, but I felt like, like I had to rule of cool it because that was a very innovative way to kill someone. It was also horrific for me to describe and turned the whole town against the group. Like, you can, you can um, release a spell at any time. And gaseous form does explicitly say that your gaseous form can go through small holes, which I assume include, like, nostrils. So, rule-wise, I am totally allowed to just... Can't do that because you'll be squashed. 
Yeah, like, the, yeah, the blog did later But instead, point out, I was like, sure, explode the assassin. Yeah, the blog did later point out that I would probably have been crushed under the bones, but I think Paper was just too horrified to remember anatomy at that point, which meant it all worked out fine, and the worst that happened is I exploded out of someone like a xenomorph. But yes... The wor like the worst RPG experience I've had. Luckily, I've not had any like genuinely bad RPG experiences. The worst one in terms of most fucked up the campaign and setting was in a game called Alpha and Omega, my Mindstorm Studios. It was the first RPG I'd ever made. Or, uh, first Alpha, and ever or Alpha and Omega, if you're not referring to Omega Three. Yeah. Uh, it was the first RPG I'd ever ran. I did not make the um, game. Yes, first RPG I'd ever I was ever, I'd ever ran, um, and I come with like a basic plot involving this cult rising up and slowly taking over the area, and pe people are going to stop that. It was a very my first ever RPG plot thing. The players were going through the woods and were trying to find um, food. And Paper's player, a necromancer, um, decided the best thing to do is raise a zombie, raise a skeleton, uh, by it rules... It was a horse. Yeah, okay, a zombie horse. And the rules were, by the, um, by the setting, that the undead would find the nearest living thing and kill it. So they sent it out into the woods, and I rolled to see what it found. Now, in this game system, monsters are ranged from 1 to 10, 1 being like tiny little weak things, and 10 being massive apocalyptic um, setting-destroying monsters. I somewhat stupidly rolled a d10 to see what the horse found and forgot to, like, exclude the higher numbers. So this horse wandered slightly off the path. The first thing it bumped into was an apocalyptic primordial manifestation of nature's wrath against humanity, kicked it in the face, woke it up, wiped out the entire setting, basically. Both of the two main city-states that the game was happening in were nearby and were just obliterated. The party very nearly died. Everything was on fire. Um, so, yes, my worst RPG experience taught me to not have the end-game bosses included on random encounter tables. Which I feel is probably something I should continue to do. Or don't. So, I feel like what we've learned from answering this question is you either definitely do or definitely don't want to play with more <laughs> pencil, depending on what kind of experience you're wanting. Generally, if you're more pro-people being exploded from the inside out, and I am a good player. Um, from Matty Artemis. Dear Mod Paper, what's the best character concept you've ever seen in the game? And why is it Hercules Bugbear? <laughs> okay, so Hercules Bugbear is a character that this person played in a campaign that I was also in. Um, who basically killed a load of bugbears who were worshipping 
a somewhat wrathful nature goddess and as punishment was transformed into a bugbear and had to basically be her paladin until an unspecified point which i do genuinely absolutely adore as a character concept you've got built-in kind of character tension you've got bugbears which you know you, you love a bugbear and you've got the name Hercules. So it's just, it takes all my boxes, really. I am struggling to think of a, a better character concept I've come across. I wasn't asked, but I'm going to answer anyway, because I'm also on this podcast. No one can stop me. Um, the best character concept that like I've seen in a game I've had was... Um, from my housemate, who created an alchemist. And the premise was, the alchemist wasn't an alchemist. What they had done is mugged an alchemist, stolen their bags of um, alchemy equipment, and were now just flinging them wildly in the hope it would do something. So what we did is we made a random table, and every time they would use an alchemist power, what would instead happen is we rolled, and whatever random event random like spell showed up on there is what would happen which is not necessarily as good in the deep character building thing but it is good in terms of accidentally setting this campaign on fire i mean if there's one thing i love in D, it is pure destructive chaos yeah like yeah it was a character who like at no point knew what anything they were going to do would accomplish like they did eventually succeed, but that was after accidentally turning themselves to stone for a bit. But yes, unless you particularly want to. Yes, I feel we should possibly discuss a bit more about the question, just because that was sort of a bit glossed over. If you have any particular ideas. Which, which question? Uh, the original, sorry, not the question. Do you probably bad off the original bad off oh, yeah. idea? Because, yeah, because I think there's definitely, like, it's also helpful in the... So one thing that I do quite like is the example you gave was describing a lich as an old man. Mm. And, I mean, a classic trope in fantasy, not just in RPGs, but, I mean, RPGs are just a lot of tropes in a trench coat, um, <clears throat> is just the idea of incredibly powerful characters being described incredibly uncharitably to mm. start with. I mean, when Gandalf is introduced in Lord of the Rings, it's like, oh, well, he's, he's got a big grey beard and a walking stick, and oh, and also he's a powerful wizard. Mm. So what you're saying is we should just, like, mercilessly roast every powerful NPC as soon as they show up. What I'm saying is Gary Gygax ripped off J.R.R. Tolkien why can't we rip off George R.R. R. Martin or Paul Stewart? I feel we should, yeah, I feel like the reason we shouldn't rip off George R.R. R. Martin is that I want, like, the RPG to be finished in my lifetime. Okay, yeah, bad example. But um, <laughs> But you get what I mean, like... Yeah. It's not as out there as it initially sounds... 
Yeah. But at the same time, I also like the idea of kind of reversing it, which would probably end up very sarcastic, but I am very sarcastic. Mm. Of just when sort of low level, there's rats in the basement kind of encounters just get very dramatic. And so you raise your sword and strike down the final vile rodent <laughs> for one hit point. So that's about all we've got for today. If you want to support the show for hosting fees or just because you like us, um, yeah, you know, some, some people are masochists. Um, you can go to Kofi, that's ko-fi.com slash probablybadrpgideas. You can donate in increments of £3, just like buying us a fancy coffee, I guess, even though I don't think either of us drinks coffee. Buy us a hot chocolate or a nice tea. Remember, Remember to have, have a probably, probably bad, bad day. day.